Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hello and welcome back to the Brandon Bloom Podcast. I'm really excited for this week's guest. We have Miss Melinda Martin. She is a copywriting Wiz. Actually, she is a copywriter and messaging strategist who helps purpose-driven entrepreneurs create messages that start a movement and change the world so that they can turn their passion for helping others into profits for impact. Hell yeah. Her signature action copy formula is developed around a people-first approach to crafting an empowering message, creating connections, and moving an audience to action. When she's not writing, speaking, or dreaming up how to change the world for the better, you can find her chasing around her kiddos and cherishing pancake sundaes and Texas sunsets. Welcome, Melinda! Thank you! I am so thrilled to be here. Yeah, and you guys can't see, but Melinda is wearing a very beautiful, bloom-worthy shirt, and it's gorgeous. (laughs) I had to dress the part. I was was like, I just, it's branding, message, like, I'm like, I'm all about how it all fits together. Yes, I love it. You are showing me up. I'm sitting here, you guys, in a tank top and messy hair, but you know how it is. (laughs) How we typically show up, I know. Yeah. like, it's the five minutes or probably like the hour of the week that I'll be like well composed and I'm going to like cherish it throughout the rest of the next seven days. Yeah. Whatever you need to do to get the job done. Right. (laughs) So Melinda, your story is so interesting and I'm so excited to have you on because copywriting is so pivotal, pivotal to being successful in business. And you know, when it comes to telling your story, you know your story best, but there are definitely right and wrong ways to go about sharing it with the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just so pumped to have you on to have you drop some knowledge. But first, I would love for you to tell us a bit more about yourself. I know I read your bio, but I always do the segment at the beginning. What's your story? Tell us a bit about it. Yeah. And I love that question, especially from a personal branding side of things. Um, So I am actually a nurse by trade. I like to lead with that because I think it is so interesting. And like many people who start businesses, you sort of get into things after maybe you've already been doing something else. And I think a lot of times, especially from a copywriting perspective, that can help. It it makes us doubt um, sometimes or feel less than um, bringing all of ourselves to the table. And in copywriting and in business, you've got to know those key components of you um, and show up as that fully. So I'm a nurse by trade and after working um, in medical sales, I learned a lot about that the key piece to creating sales and connection um, is really how you're talking to people. And whether you're doing that in person or writing it out, there's some key things along the way that actually move your audience into saying yes. Um, so I took those experiences and decided that what I really wanted to do and where my heart lit up the most was helping those big dreamer entrepreneurs, the ones who had big ideas to really impact people, help them to create words that were going to move their business forward um, by taking those experiences in the heart, I think, of nursing and bringing that all together to impact business owners. That's amazing. I'm really excited to hear that. And it's like I said, you have to, it's like a, it's a, it's like a dance. I'm like stuttering. It's just like, it's, 
there's no other word for it. It's yeah. like playing music. It's like a dance when you're trying to find the right words for your business, especially. Um, mm. I'm sure you have a ton of tips and tricks, especially those which we'll talk about inside of your uh, course platform, Copy Vault. Um, but I want to talk more about the importance of words. So what is just so important about words specifically in your business? Like where do they, I guess, most come into play aside from the obvious social websites and all that jazz? <laughs> yeah. um, I love this question because I am someone who is just all about the power of words. I feel like there's so much substance um, in words. When you think about anything that you're wanting to accomplish, it all starts because you had a thought that you then put into language. And it's through having the right language that actually gives people the feelings and the emotions, right? That's the next most important piece. They have to be in that right emotional state in order to move forward and taking an action. Um, so if we start with what are we wanting our audience to do, right? How are we wanting to connect with them? Like words are that foundation that allows for connection and action that comes. I mean, you can trace it back to any, any industry, um, even world leaders, right? Like you, and you think of them, they are these well-spoken, um, individuals who, who have this, um, it's almost like this different language that comes out because it's just so crisp and well put together and it's moving. And when you can tap into that for your own business, you're able to see such bigger results. So words come into play when we see them. If you actually look at how many things you're doing in your business, the far majority of them are going to involve um, you know, communications, copy, and some fashion. Um, and a lot of times too, it's, it's making sure that we're getting those words lined up in the right pathway as well. Um, that's going to move your, your business to success because you might nail the brand messaging, but then you're off on the content and then the sales don't come or you're like really good at sales, but you never connected. And then you're not getting your audience to the platform anyway. So I, it definitely is an art and a dance in that way. Definitely. And it's so important. I'm glad you brought up consistency between different mediums yeah. because if you don't have symmetry there, then there's no way that you can be successful. It's people are really smart, <laughs> even yes. though their attention spans are shorter <laughs> than ever. They pick up really quick on disconnects and mm. those disconnects impact buying decisions from what I've noticed. They yeah they impact trust and trust is required for people to invest in you. Yeah. And when they see that your shit's out of order, I mean, some, most people will pick up on that. Yeah. Um, so really focusing on your copy and the impact and the role that it plays in your business is so critical. So don't be lazy about this. You guys, there are so many really unique resources and ways that you can level up your copy across your platforms. So on that note, I wanted to ask you this. So one of the most incredible pieces, I guess, of copywriting knowledge I ever received, um, well, I didn't really receive it. It was more like an observation. So mm -hmm. I followed Marie Forleo forever and I am always so, it's her personality. I'm so drawn to her and how she talks. So over time, you know, I started really digging deeper into like her videos, her copy. I'm like, what is it about her? Like, you know, she's, she's a coach. It's, yeah. you know, <laughs> like she's not Beyonce. I don't know. So, <laughs> um, one of the things that I found is that she often leads with the word you or your, 
And she makes the person, the viewer, the reader, the follower, the focal point. And when I started implementing that in all of my copy, it was incredible how high, you know, my engagement rate spiked and, you know, just interest spiked overall. And that was in comparison to me sharing stories like I did this and I did that. So I'd be curious to hear, you know, is that something that people should focus on obviously is like your voice and what person you're speaking in and all that jazz. Yes, definitely. And I love, I actually was just looking at Marie Forleo's um, website and um, <laughs> listening into one of her episodes um, this weekend. So um, yeah, she, she's amazing. Um, and I always say that it's really important to think of your audience as your best friend in a sense, or just a yes. really good friend, someone that you're genuinely connected with and you want to serve and support. And when you think of them in that way, I feel like it opens you up to talking and communicating in a different way, in a way that is um, conversational and that allows you to go deeper where otherwise you might be, feel like have more of a wall up. Um, but to your point about saying you first, it is that it's like, it's like almost like being like, like even like, Hey, you, like I was thinking about you today because you're, I mean, you're friends, right? And if you start thinking about it in that context, then you get more, um, familiar in that sense. And you always do want to position your audience. Like they are who you're here to serve. They are the highlight story or they should feel like that highlight very VIP, um, as you're communicating with them, whether that's in your emails or there's across any platform really. Exactly. So I think that's, such a good, and there's so many things like that you can pick up just by observing. Um, and sometimes that, you know, that takes you time. And, and I think that's the thing that some entrepreneurs need the quick tips, um, so that they're not having to invest that same time because there's mm -hmm. so many areas to focus on in your business. Um, so like being able to listen in, say like to this podcast and stuff and hear those things are, are really helpful, um, for those who, who want those insights quicker, but yeah, it's, it's about, it's always about your audience. And that's why I say people first, because it's, yeah, it's that me too. Mm -hmm. That is, that's my biggest piece of advice that I give to my audience on the daily, um, you know, making your reader, your follower, your viewer, the hero of the yeah. story, even though the story is about you and you can do that when you know the dance with the words, you know, the yeah. art form. So on that note, that's, that's some of the right things to do. Now let's talk about the mistakes that you most often see mm -hmm. entrepreneurs make. So <laughs> brace yourselves guys. <laughs> I don't know what's about to come, but I'm sure I'm making some of these too. So let's hear it. Yeah, I love it. Um, there, I mean, there's so, I see so many different things. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Anytime I do a like content review, you I like, I try to be the sweetest <laughs> when I'm like giving feedback about, um, copy because in the copy vault, we do a monthly copy audit call. So we'll jump on and talk Ooh. through like a piece and different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, one, I mean, one of the things is like, are you putting your reader first? Um, are you my, I would say, um, specifically my number one mistake that I see people making is often that they are, they're not leading into actually what your audience wants, what they're motivated by. Um, when you're, t you're, you're always wanting your message to move people to that end goal. Right. Um, and so if you're not leading them by what they're motivated by or what, and rather what you think that they want is where you can see a disconnect. Um, so I like to tell the story that 
um, my brother growing up played baseball and we would often be at the ballpark every weekend. Um, he is someone who's a really good athlete, but he was a little bit lazy. And so during one specific play, um, there was a runner on, um, like he was the lead runner and the coach was needing him to like book it home. Well, Anthony isn't very motivated by someone like telling him like, come on, you can do it. Like run faster. You've got this sort of like that, that more, um, aggressive, like let's agitate you and we'll push you into doing that approach. That was not his, what he was motivated by. Some other player individual might be motivated that way. What he was really motivated by was food. Um, he loved <laughs> And so once the coach cued in on this, I can get Anthony to run a whole lot faster. If I just tell him there's donuts waiting for him after <laughs> his home plate, he will book it. And he did. So it's like, okay, Anthony, like on this next hit, I need you to run because there's a donut waiting for you. Oh, you got donuts, coach? And, and it, it perks his interest. And that's what you need your messaging to do too. You need it to perk your audience interest in a way that motivates them to keep going and sort of sprint through that next, like that next piece with you. Yes. Right? with you. And if you're not like clear on what they're actually motivated by, then you're going to be getting that wrong. And you're going to be trying to push and agitate them and move them into something where that's not the language on which like the feelings that they need in order to take that next step. And sometimes it can even damage the relationship where they're like, I, I wasn't here to get pushed around. Like I, I don't have to stick on your email list. I don't have to hear, you know, mm things. So I think it's, it's really, that's a big thing I see is once you're really cued in on your audience and what they're motivated by and what they're wanting, then mm -hmm. that's what you can use sort of as that, that bait and encouragement to move them into the next piece with you. Um, and that just takes, you know, really talking, um, talking to your audience and really paying attention. Mm -hmm. um, and you can do this in your copy too. I mean, I think, I think your, your daily conversations are a great way to sort of see what's, what's hitting with them um and and trying out different things like I think too don't be afraid to try um try speaking into other aspects yeah um, to see you know are they more I'm excited to to finally have some free time in my day am I more excited to um you know the prospects of having money and wealth you know different things speak to different people and yeah. layering those things too are are easy to do right I usually totally. say no more than like three main layers in one context, but yeah, um, that's such a great example. Like that was my first thought was I, when I first stepped out into entrepreneurship full time, copy was the first thing, you know, cause you, you get excited. You're like, Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to claim my social media handles and then I'm going to claim my domain name and create my website. And then you create it and you're like, well, damn, I need to like write stuff here. <laughs> yeah. What do I say? How do I talk about myself? Right. I'm like, what's yeah. my bio? Like, I didn't even know what my tagline was. And that yeah. stuff impacts your oh, sales yes. so much. So yeah. I, I feel like I'm finally after three years comfortable with all that I have because of what I've learned yeah. from my audience. And I've been able to write copy because of that. And it was knowing like, Oddly enough, I was really generalizing my audience. It wasn't until I niched way down yeah. that it made it so much easier. So when I said, okay, I am focusing primarily on female solopreneurs and small business owners who are like this avatar, like literally drew it out, 
put the age gap down, you know, what industries they're in, what they listen to, what they watch, what they read, and what they enjoy, all of that stuff. It sounds so silly, you guys, makes such an impact on how you communicate with your audience. And then that paired with, you know, surveying and talking to my audience, having fun with them on social media, you know, through stories, asking for feedback, that stuff really plays a role. And then from that, I could really start to uncover what their true struggles were and weave those into my copy. So you just mentioned something about layers. I don't know if I'm talking about the same thing, but one of the greatest sales tactics that I've learned, um, and this is just self-taught over the, the last several years, um, is when you write sales copy, like for example, for a course, your, your first paragraph should be speaking to the pain points. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. You that's what I've been doing. I'm like, I think it works. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So when we work through like, um, like my action copy formula, number one is audience. You have to know who you're talking to. And so it's exactly how you said the more niche down, think of them as a person first. Like you got that clarity because you were seeing a person and not a group of people. So if you're still out there seeing your audience as a group of people, then we need to get a little, we need to narrow that down a bit, a bit more. Um, and once you can do that and you, you can connect to her or him as a person and you feel, you almost like you have to be in the feelings too of what is she going through? What is that struggle? What's keeping her in that, that she's not seeing? How is that problem affecting? And this is where I get like, like layered too, is how's that problem affecting, um, her life, um, her family, her business, like everything connects in such a holistic way. And so there's so many directions you can go, but directly after knowing your audience is connection and you always start connecting in the problem, right? You're, that's the place that she's having the struggle. And that's the place you're sort of scooping her under your wing to say, I've got you friend. I can understand this in such a deep level, um, where we're connected and you feel heard and understood and supported. And from knowing that we're connected there, then let's take that next step together. Um, so here's what I have for you. And that can transform your life in this way. So I'll just work through the, if, since I'm already like halfway through the action, if you want me to tell you, um, Yeah. After that, the T in action is the transformation. Here's what I have that can help you and what yes. it will do for you. Um, any information, some people are more emotional and some people are more logic. So I usually link these two together and also including more tangible information on the specifics of your program or, or the next, you know, just something that's more logical driven than the transformation tends to be more emotionally charged. Um, and then from there is objection. So you've got to, there's always going to be these things that creep into people's head. Even if they're like really, really wanting to say yes, they'll be like, Oh, but, and any of those, (laughs) but statements are the objections and you've got to start moving them out. And I find them actually the best way to move through objections are actually to talk about them ahead of time before you try to sell anything. That's what Um, I've been doing. That works so well. It's so much. It's scary, but it works. Yeah. And it takes, I feel, I think it feels more authentic too. Um, at least for me. Totally. Objections and yeah, keep that key thing in mind. And then the N is next steps. So what are you actually asking them to do? Everything needs a call to action and that call Mm -hmm. to action needs to feel empowering, right? You are again, letting them be the hero and they are have free choice and will to make whatever decision. And you are just simply laying out that, that decision, but really doing so in a way that you're like, okay, let's go girl. Like (laughs) this, 
to, you know, and I'm here to walk with you together to do it because I know how lonely it can be. Like, let's, let's make this happen because yeah. you deserve X, Y, Z. And this is possible in your life. Like people, they need, it's like a pep talk is how I, mm-hmm. how I explain it. It's we so need, good. I know yeah. even in my life, I'm like, if I could just have someone like daily, every morning, give me like this five minute pep talk. Yes, I'd be like, All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, think, it makes me think of Dave Hollis. She said, let's go. Yes. Oh my gosh. Or I, this is so silly. No one is going to be able to relate to this, but the movie, <laughs> that movie Ratatouille uh-huh. where he's like, let's do this thing. That is yes. like so relatable for my motivation. We watch like all the, dis- all, yeah, all the kids <laughs> movies at our house. I've got two little ones. So yeah. Uh, so, okay. So that was, um, just to be super clear, that's what, yeah what is called your action formula. Is that what you called it? So can you just say once again, like what each uh, letter stands for? Yep. So So, A is audience. Okay. C is connection. T is transformation. I is information. O is objections. And N is next steps. Okay. That is, that's so awesome. I just wanted to make sure that the listeners were clear as we went through all of those. So that is awesome. And, um, I forget which one, which letter it was, but as you were saying it, I was like, this is, this was like the, uh, the key (laughs) to me figuring out my copy aside from the voice thing and speaking, Mm -hmm. learning which, uh, person to speak in, um, was, talking in my own voice mm-hmm. and using that power. And when I first came out, when I first started and I was side hustling and doing all this stuff, it was like bred into me from the corporate world that you have to talk all prim and proper, you yeah. know, and use industry speak. And I realized after like the millionth time that I changed my tagline <laughs> and my short bio that I was using language that my audience literally didn't understand. I was using it, you know, language that I understood. So when I pulled back and I just started talking like a person and like a friend and, you know, being more casual with my audience, um, once I knew them, it really created a shift. So now it's fun for me to write emails and it's fun for me to write social copy. And I know that not every business is my business, but you are the person behind the brand. You are the brand. So your voice has to come out in some way, right? Yes, definitely. And I think that's the scariest piece for entrepreneurs that I've seen Mm -hmm. is that they're afraid to bring all of themselves to the table, that there's this piece of them that feels like if I show up as all of me, that I'm going to get rejected or that it won't work as well. There's some, you know, component of that, that, and I think, especially for women, we've been we've had these blocks that tell us there's certain pieces of us that we can't be in a hundred percent. And usually it's that piece that's wanting to come out the most, um, that, you know, that's been settled there. Um, or, or we do the thing where we compare, well, Marie is talking like this, so I need to have her tone and that's peppy and mm-hmm. charged, or I need to be like Jenna, which is really like nurturing and, um, and grounded. Um, <laughs> and we try to be one of them and that's not us either, you know, and you're, you are you because, because of that, the tone and the emotion mm-hmm. and your experiences. And, and so the first thing is try not to be anybody else but yourself and, and to let loose of those reins, um, and, and lean into and how you would just, how you just naturally come across. So if that's yeah. sweet and sincere, 
that's, that will fit your audience, the right person for you. And if you're someone, and I've had the opposite, I've had the one that like the girls who are like super like charged and like cussing every other word. And I try to like pull out a few (laughs) of the cuss words and I'm like, okay, I mean, um, but like, you're you, but tone it down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, some really good friends of mine. Yeah. They're, they're just more feisty that way, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. but I love that about them. Like that makes them them. I'm like, so yeah, like, cuss on your sales page. Like, and it's funny cause she's actually, yeah. um, my really good friend, um, again, she's actually a parenting coach. And so like uh-huh. one that's like, <laughs> we, we wrote it into her copy. Um, but, but I love, like, I love it. It's just, it's charged and it's powerful. And, you know, so, so don't feel like, you know, any, whatever pen, like side of the pendulum you fall on, just Mm -hmm. feel open to bringing all of you to the table. Yeah. When Um, you are you and you embrace that, including your voice and in your words and your speak, it makes everything easier. You guys, I'm not just saying this to make you feel good. And Melinda knows too, it is literally your key to success is leaning on you and your story. And you know, you're not going to have all the confidence in the world right away. It's weird to talk about yourself and, you know, be on camera and all that jazz, but the more you do it, the better you get at it and the easier it becomes. That's been one of the best, uh, things about running this business at first I was like oh my god I have to be on camera (laughs) now I'm like this is fine you know like I'm my audience knows me and that's the beauty of it because I'm myself I'm attracting the right people for me my right audience the people who are my tribe who are going to invest in my my products and my services not you know I'm not striving for everyone that's the wrong mindset so And just how hard it is to show up as another person, then that's like having to step into like an acting role every single day Mm -hmm. and put on a different persona and show up as that. And that is exhausting. That's a lot of weight to bear. And over time, you're not going to be able to keep that up. Um, And then if your audience feels like they, you know, fell for a different person, that wasn't all of you. Like, it's just... And we, you, I think some people do it without thinking, like, you know, realizing that that's what they're doing sometimes too, but yeah. It's like (laughs) the way I think about it, just because I've come from this, this world is like when you try and act or strive to be someone else and mimic what they're doing, you're, you're an entrepreneur, you're living your passion in a pantsuit, you know, it's like stiff, it's, it's tight it's confining it's you don't have any room to like yeah, to be let loose yeah um so hopefully that i hope that doesn't offend anyone i love suits but i'm just <laughs> saying like they're sharp <laughs> yeah i'm like they look really nice when i public speak but in this analogy that's what i'm going with yeah. so i love that um you brought that up so um since you've mentioned it a couple times i would love for you to tell us a bit more about copy vault because this is a tool and a resource that I know would really benefit my listeners and my audience. So let's have it. Yeah. So the copy vault is our copy membership and really it supports entrepreneurs who are growing um, and marketing their business online to be able to know what to say, when to say it and how to say it in order to grow their sales. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really fun. There are a ton of resources in there. Everything's built in like um, these master classes, um, ad lib templates. So you know what to say um, and just sort of guiding you through the process of creating copy. 
copy. Um, and then from there, we've got a Facebook group and we do our monthly copy audit calls because I think the biggest thing when you're, nice. you're ready to step out and share something, um, you're nervous about it and yeah. having someone else give their thoughts or their eyes on it. Um, just to say like, this is good or let's, you know, make this tweak and it will go better. You just feel lighter, right? I think most mm. of the time we get caught up in copy. I mean, I've done this plenty of times. Um, it's cause we're overthinking it. Yeah. Um, we're not just letting it flow. And so you can waste so much time. Like I, I pulled my audience to see how much time are you like spending writing copy every week? And it was ridiculous. And I am just mm -hmm. thinking like, if you cut that by half and sometimes even people cut that like to just a few hours yeah. like, in a week, you're getting all that time back to jump on podcasts or to create more or, you know, to just make more connection. You know, there's so many other ways you can spend that that time. So that's what we're here for is just I to help it. give you a powerful message and teach you those tools so that you can, it becomes uh, repetitive, um, in order to do it on your own. Yeah. And this is something we talk a lot about on the podcast is the power of community. So mm -hmm. having a community to work on something that's, you know, so foreign to you as writing, you know, not everyone's good at it. So for people like you and me, it just comes naturally. Like I've always loved to write and I've gotten really used to, you know, I have a flow now and as do you, you're obviously a pro, you're teaching people about it, but not everyone likes to write. It's not natural for them. So I'm really excited to hear that there's a resource out there for them to, you know, refine those skills. And I love, so you said you were just talking that you have audits as part of this. Cause that's something that I would love. Like I would love to like write my stuff and then have someone look at it, you yeah. know, and yeah. then I can learn, okay, you know, if she goes through with a red pen, you know, I know exactly what to look out for in the future because I made those mistakes yeah. or those errors. So that is yeah. such, that's so valuable. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. We had, um, I'm going to call them graduates because we're, we're here and I encourage everyone to stay in the program, like as long as you need. And sometimes you get so good at the copy, but you're just like being in the community piece, mm -hmm. um, having those checkoffs. But um, one of our graduates, she was in for about six months and grew her business tremendously and then had me back on her um, speaking to her membership group. And she was like, all of you are here because Melinda helped me, like helped me write this copy um, to show you how good of a community that it could be. Mm -hmm. um, so I was getting to speak to her audience of after, um, you know, that time was 50 plus people um, on on, on messaging again. So then we talked about email, you know, so it's just this whole, like yeah. this whole system that is just so beautiful to see people step into and feel empowered and then grow so much. Um, yeah. In their own it's, business. it's a great idea. So is that, um, membership evergreen or does it open and close at a certain time throughout the year? Cause yeah, it's evergreen, but we do okay. a few different fun promos here and okay. there just because I'm all about having fun in business too. So I was like, okay, what can we spice off and do like differently as far as like, uh, like different launches or, um, uh, different things throughout the yeah. year. So different challenges and things come up sometimes, but yeah, okay. I wrote in for, for your listeners that, um, we're giving a free month. Yeah. Yes. So if you guys want to use the code bloom, um, I think you'll leave the, no the link in the show notes, then you guys yes. can just come join in and yes. check it out. I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'd love to have you guys. 
Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, so I will put you guys all of that stuff in the show notes. So again, that's a free month inside the Copy Vault Melinda's membership program for copywriting with code Bloom. And I'll put the link here in the post. So this has been an amazing conversation. How I always like to end it is, you know, on a high note, as always, not that there have been low notes <laughs> of our conversation, but I would love to hear more about like what inspires you to keep going as an entrepreneur? What really lights you up? Yeah. Um, so for me, it's all about impact. I really think of entrepreneurs as problem solvers. Um, and they're the ones out there that are helping move the world forward um, through your services. And I mean, in just a large capacity, um, your business, you're there to help people and when I can help someone else um, grow their business and create more connections and they're, I'm really helping them solve a people problem. Um, and over time, I know that that's going to add up to some pretty incredible things. Um, so to me, getting to see how that impact unfolds, um, how those businesses are able to grow and the people from them that are now living lighter or stronger or more connected or just feeling more whole, like that's going to oh. impact our world in such a big way. That's such a great answer. I, I feel like I can relate to that. It always comes back to the people for me. It's like, I wake up so energized thinking about how many people I can help inside of my own membership programs and my courses and just in the day to day, even my followers, if I'm showing up consistently for them and I'm providing them with content, then I know that at least one person's going to see that and it's going to help them on their day, even if it's just me being silly and making them smile. <laughs> so I, I love that answer. That's amazing. So I think our time here is wrapping up. We could talk forever. I'm this topic is so interesting. We're going to have to do a part two for sure. <laughs> we'll have to. Next like, year. Yeah, we can focus in too. I mean, there's just so many things that, that copy plays a part of. So yeah. that. and it's always evolving and changing and I'm, I'm really excited to keep in touch and keep this conversation going for the listeners. So thank you, Melinda, so much for being here. I appreciate you a ton. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me on. It's been a blast. Yes. And thank you for listening, Bloomer. I'm so pumped that you made it all the way to the end. Give this episode a re-listen for sure. You'll get so much value out of it. And remember, you've got this and I've got you. So go out there and bloom boldly. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com for more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me. There's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.